everybody. It's Carl Swobos again here at Mortal Link Podcast. How you guys are doing? Uh, that's all I got. No. <laughs> Today, uh, <laughs> as always, I'm joined by Nate Elwood. How you guys doing? <laughs> I got to say something. Hey, no, I'm hey. <laughs> so... Today we're going to go over some, I know we had him on not too long ago, Andy Hopp, but we're going to go actually over his, uh, without his presence, you're going to go yeah. over his low life uh, video uh, video game. Jesus. RPG. 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 But in the meantime, we have some things to go over, right? Anything new and exciting with you? Oh, there's always new and exciting. I, just well, I, mean, I can't divulge it all on, just on the podcast. <laughs> my, my life is extremely exciting. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> sure well, it is. Private, private, private. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's this is an exciting. Podcast. There's the podcast. That's We're done. Right. Yeah, that's it. Call it a day. Josh, pull the curtain. <laughs> anyway, so we got some. Actually, we have some pretty good stuff coming up. Uh, Modern Horizons for Magic: The Gathering. It is going to be released on June 14th. That's a Friday. What is so special about this set, Josh? It's for crazy amount of stuff right it's a modern exclusive set modern exclusive set cards that are being released to modern first oh these are being modern released to modern first are they new cards are they all new cards some are new some are new i gotta give it to them i mean it's been going for how many years now and they still have heck art and ideas to throw at it yeah they uh they they, plus they have a bunch of formats they can go back on so like standard over here a while took a was terrible. Nobody right. showed up and nobody wanted to play it. Now I've heard that Standard is starting up again on Thursday nights. Yeah, we had what, 10, 9, 10 guys the last time, so which is a lot for Standard. <laughs> and uh, I've heard that it's uh, it's fun again to play Standard. So that's good. I'm, uh, I'm still just shy. I mean, it's been since the early 90s, the game has been going. Yeah. So I mean, I, I know. Yeah. You, you think they'd hit their plateau or they'd just be like, blah, blah. I mean, well, it's math and they have good marketing and yeah. it's actually a fun game. You can pick it up at any time. You could play it 20 years ago and then you could yeah. pick it up and you could still play it. All the rules are right on the cards. There's there's a few things that like you might like walk, like Planeswalkers kind of screwed me up for a while, but mm-hmm. it's like one game and then I figured it out. So I'm not that bright. So it's not that hard. We have boxes for sale. It's 240 a box right out the door. Yeah. 240 a box out the door. Yes. Going Really? How many how many packs come in a box? Thirty six. All right, so you pretty much get the the whole set almost. No, almost guaranteed. No. no. Well, I mean no, for, no, that, no, for that no, 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 yeah. for that booster or whatever it is. Yeah, you get a pretty good thing. Yeah. Oh, gee. Oh, jeez. That's been a while yeah, since I've yeah, it's opened for the a rarity. magic pack. So yeah, all right. Yeah, the rarities are funny when it comes to that. But right. uh, yeah, that's coming out the fourteenth. Uh, it's two forty box out the door, and if you get a buy box, which are limited, of course. All seriousness, they're limited. We only get so many. Uh, Flutterstorm is the buy box promo. What? Oh, sorry. Flusterstorm is. The, I wrote. It. I even wrote Flusterstorm down. Uh, Flusterstorm is the uh, the card. Yeah, the card that. Oh yeah, they get stars. So you get like twenty two stars. And if you know what our stars are, they're excellent. Yeah, folks. they're uh, excellent. They're uh, they're customer rewards. Every ten bucks you spend, you get a star. When you get twenty of them, you get a twenty dollar coupon. There's certain rules that apply when you're using it, but you can pretty much use it on whatever you want. But you'll get twenty two stars, I think. So you automatically get a twenty twenty dollar coupon right off the bat. And you get the buy a box, the flusterstorm, which is what's that thing going for? It's like a thirty dollar card already. Is it like a special one of those little foil looking ones and stuff and all snazzy? That was only printed once, so it's like really. Oh, so it's a limited printing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I'm sure it has. It was never in a set. It was in a special like. 
box name. Oh, so it's a, so it's super, oh, it's, so it's super rare. Nice anyway. So I'm sure the art is probably going to be exclusive for that too. Yeah. So, and then lo and behold, we're going to have a pre-release for this event. It's not the fancy usual pre-releases where you get a box and it's all fancy. No, this is just going to be a booster draft. The standard rate, the standard ones apply. Standard rules. Yeah, well, Josh is still working it out. <laughs> there's a price. There's a price difference, and we don't want it to be too high. But he's looking around thirty bucks uh, to enter, and it's going to be a draft format. But that's going to be Sunday, June 9th at one p.m. So that's when we're doing ours. Felt it was the best. Uh, Blood Bowl for those of you who still like Blood Bowl. Who doesn't like I Blood know. Bowl? I, I do. It is fun. It is a great game. The Halflings are coming this weekend. Yes, if you on Saturday. If you Saturday. ever wanted to know what it's like to play a game and and have the worst possible team, go with that. <laughs> yeah, good. but to be honest, they're the funnest team to play. I yeah. mean, you you get, you get cool. You have tree men, and they can throw halflings around, and mm-hmm. it's just the miniatures are all comical. And oh I yeah, think, I, it's yeah. played for fun more than it's serious. Baron Pretzel's game is great. Yeah, it's great, and then they help too. Yeah. Uh, so that's coming. Um, the next miniature, week. the team's coming. I think next the week, dice right? are coming. No, this Saturday. Oh, this Saturday. Okay, which would be the third, second, something. The second, second. Yeah. So June June first is Saturday. So they're going to be uh, they're going to be releasing here. I have uh, the teams, the dice, the cards, the, the pitch. new the pitch, yeah. uh, the new uh, the new journal. What's that called? Spike. The new uh, Blood Spike Bowl magazine. Journal. Yeah, yeah, magazine number five is coming out too. So that'll be here Saturday. Plus, you guys have a, quite a bit of Blood Bowl stuff up here. So. Yeah, yeah. I just I did a little restock on the Blood Bowl yeah, too, so we'll have a line of it. Um, new Pathfinder minis came out. The booster boxes. Brock saw. I saw them they, playing with those yesterday. Those were pre-painted and everything. Yeah, yeah. all pre-painted ones. You bust them open. Uh, we're going to do a box break. I just think we're having fine time to do the box break because we're going to add those singles to our available miniatures. Do you know what you're getting in the box, or is it just a mystery? You open it's a it. mystery. Oh, right. so, right. I kind of like it's that. Blind dude. booster. Yeah. yeah, it's a booster box. So, um, Gloomhaven, believe it or not, has an expansion. We were just talking about that. Yeah, I mean, I that, that that is a suitcase as it is. I'm I'm surprised that they have they can cram I, anything more into. Yeah, it. I don't know when it actually released, but we'll have it Friday. Yeah. And it's called. <laughs> I didn't write it down. So it's, it's called something. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's got to cover yeah. some new aspect. Yeah, it's I'm sure. uh, Gloomhaven the expansion. The expansion. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, you said uh, Kill Team Elites dropped. Yes. Which is what is Kill Team Elites? Real quick. Uh, Elites lets you add uh, more. Basically, from the elite category in Warhammer, uh, each army has different categories. Like you have troops in each headquarters and everything, so you can actually bring in elites from each army, and and they just help uh, make the game a little more exciting to play. And and there's cool new special rules in there. There's new missions. There's there's a lot of awesome things. I, I picked it up on pre-order, read through it. it. It's it's actually a very very good pickup for people who like kill team. No, we got the huge box, the yeah, the team bo- the, the promo box. The, the promo box, yeah. The tournament kit. You saw that, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, if you don't know what kill team is, it's games workshops uh, 40k version of squad combat pretty much so yeah. you know you only need like four five six guys to play it, it's probably one of the best intro games to yeah, the 40k you, universe you probably get into it for 40 no uh, 80 the rule book's like 60 bucks yeah. and then a, a squad is another probably 30 dollars depending on, uh, so, on what type it is so, so about 100 bucks get you yeah with the book right if you got a buddy and that's you, that's pretty much all you need yeah you know, unless buddy, you really want to customize stuff a buddy with the book you can probably get in on oh yeah yeah and the pdf versions are always oh yeah yeah we don't like pdfs yeah <laughs> I, I, I still like holding the book I, I still like the books well you know that's just me 
we are working on, which is why I'm exhausted right now, it's mentally and physically exhausted, we're working on a new exclusive high-end VIP RPG room. Well, actually, it's in any kind of room. Uh, we just finished up the floor and the wall, and we have some other work to do on it, but we have a... Uh, took us all night to build a... Table of Ultimate Gaming. Yeah, the table of, table of Ultimate Gaming. And I'll have more information on that, but that's going to be able to rent for private use. And it should be pretty cool. For gaming. For, game. for gaming. Private use for gaming. Yeah, there's going to be a camera in there, so don't, <laughs> don't be tearing up my stuff. So, <laughs> um, And then related to... Uh, what we're and, talking about, yeah. Yeah, you'll talk about it. But anyway, that's all I got right now. So I'm going to throw my paper to the side. No, I'm not. I like to write things down. So then I'm going to turn it over to... Uh, Nate, <laughs> yeah, you you got to get some sleep. <laughs> Turn over to Nate, and he's gonna talk about <laughs> low life yeah. uh, using these Savage Worlds engines. Go ahead. Well, thanks, John. Uh, <laughs> so, as we said, uh, low life uses the Savage World. Uh, game basically for its core rules and savage worlds you can uh check out some of our or one of our previous reviews with uh, john dunn he did a great review on what savage worlds is i'll just briefly say it's kind of like a just a generic system and you can plug it into any type of genre you want and it is an excellent system so that's the preface for savage worlds and it's that version is this this affordable. Yes, yes. This it's uh, like nine ninety nine or something. Ridiculous. Yeah, like uh, ten bucks. Yeah. and and it, literally you have whatever type of game I, you I could know, possibly conceive. They might be redoing that too. So, but the deluxe editions and stuff. Th there's so many supplements for this game that, and there's different. I, uh, I hope uh, they keep this nine ninety nine basic core rule book. I don't. I don't people. see why they get rid of it. I it's, don't know it's, But who knows. As of right now, though, we'll excellent, excellent game. Uh, it's has so many supplements to it that you can you can find whatever you want to play. It's, with. it's one of those games too. I don't realize we sell until we're out of it. Like, yeah, they're cheap, so I get like you know I'll get like five or six at a shot. Say okay, that'll last a minute, and then they'll be gone. I'll be like, you any more of these? I'm like, it's a fun game too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. the best part it's about easy, it. It's easy, easy to pick up. It's easy to play. I mean, and there's so many people like the old Deadland system is in there. Mm -hmm. You got Space 1889. You got. Uh, weird wars i mean there's so many supplements out there for so many different genres and they all use the exact same rules you can you can cart characters in from one or the other and it, it'll blend yeah um now getting on to the supplements we have low life rise of the lowly uh this was written illustrated edited <laughs> maybe even printed and bound by mr hop probably cried on a little <laughs> yeah uh it is a unique setting for the savage worlds uh, basically earth or as the uh, denizens of it now it's called oith um this takes place gazillions of years in the future uh and pretty much every conceivable and even inconceivable apocalypse befell the earth uh Everything was wiped out multiple times. Aliens invaded. Dimensional doors opened. Asteroids. Cats and dogs living together. Mm -hmm. Mass hysteria. That's that's what happened. And and this is the aftermath of that. And you get to play unique characters within that setting. Uh, the book itself. Um, 
same as all the other Savage Worlds. They're all this smaller, I guess. Digest size. Yeah, digest size. Um, which call, call it TV nice. guide size. Yeah, I mean, TV guide. People don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, only, only the people our age. But <laughs> uh, the book itself is uh, 280 pages. It comes in a solid hardback. Um, and just visually speaking, honestly, I've never seen a book with this much artwork in it. Every single page has... Uh, has artwork that uh, really gives the feel of the game. Um, most of it is even color. Like it's a lot of times you just get a bunch of black and white pictures. This one, there are full pages of just beautifully illustrated, uh, beautifully, beautifully illustrated work. Oh, sorry, there, change cameras. there we go. So, uh, it's a, the beginning part of the book is pretty much a history of the world. And it's, it's amusing. Like this type of world is definitely, you have to take a tongue in cheek. You really do. There's a lot of like, I guess potty humor would be the best way to describe it. I mean, it, it talks a lot about, you know, the lowliest stuff of the world, boogers and poop and all that other stuff. Mm -hmm. And, but it's presented in a, in a very humorous way. And, uh, Overall, it's a pretty cerebral book. <laughs> like I was surprised at what they was thrown into it, but uh, it really is a lot of easy humor. But it's it's done well. It's, uh, it, uh, if I remember right, it's just it's just funny. Yeah, it's serious. He, he wrote it serious, but right. it comes off as funny. I mean, it reads so like a history book. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, it reads like a history book, it, yeah, and it, he has a lot of stuff, and it's a, it's a whole world. Yeah. It's a deep, deep world. It is. It, like it. He poured a lot into it. You can mm -hmm. tell mm -hmm. that he put a lot into it. And when you like the beginning of the book, which is just going over the history of Middle Oith and how they talk about the, the human race and, and how it's been extinct and, and what has become of the world afterwards. And they, they talk about all of the from primordial times all the way to the present and up until the apocalypse has happened, which they call the big flush mm. and the wipe. And now you're in the, the time period known as after the wipe. Uh, you have uh, also the universal form of measurement is in here, the yort, in a very humorous story about how the yort came about and, and how it describes pretty much everything. Uh, oh, any no, type yeah. of distance, any type of weight, everything is a yort. And yeah. it's, it's very arbitrary to what a yort is. Um, it's just, again, it's, it's a nice little personal touch that makes the world come kind of come more alive. Mm-hmm. Um, like for instance, there's no longer North, East, South, or West. Um, in the middle of the world, there's this huge hole that they call the keister of God. And, uh, anytime you're giving directions that go away from it, <laughs> uh, it's a keister, it's keister where or whence. And if you're coming towards it, it's a keister or whole ward or whole whence is pretty mm -hmm. much it. And then after that little nice history biography and you get into the races and the unique races that uh, were created just for this and they are awesome like you have the uh bodul which are beings of dubi dubious lineage uh, they're basically what's left of the 
human race like but they're so mutated that they would not resemble a sapien at all um you have the cream fillions which are basically mutated twinkies that have come to life because those will survive no yes. matter what uh you have the croach which are cockroaches well, that have that's mutated a on that's a given you have the hork which uh orig- are descendants of a race that came through a dimensional rift uh, from Middle Earth, and uh, they basically are like kind of like the orcs, except they're uh, made of snot. <laughs> <laughs> you have the UFO, which are descendants of the aliens who invaded Earth, who are now stranded. Uh, you have the pile which are uh, basically walking sentient pieces of poo. You have Smelf, which are uh, these huge-nosed creatures that also came through the dimensional portal from Middle Oith. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're kind of like elves. And then you have the Tizent, which is pretty much every type of animal you can imagine all shoved together because it tisn't this and it tisn't that. <laughs> Some mutants. Then you have the worms, which are basically evolved worms and that's the the pc races that he has has put in and again each one has its own unique uh uh, kinks and and it's of all races that i've read in previous types of supplements these are by far the most unique they're all they're nothing i mean they they that's obvious they borrow from other races right i mean they're they're totally unique and but with savage worlds they have mechanics in there to make your own races mm -hmm. he did that but he also made them so very centric to the to the world in which he was created yeah yeah and then like i said it's it's all written in a very humorous way and each it relays the information you need but it's still it's entertaining to read too then you go through all of the uh archetypes that are available in this world uh everything from the beast puncher and the gadabout like a vagabond to so they the, have like the, the pedon which are like the lowly workers so like uh, they have like fighters oh yeah you have, yeah that's yeah, what those yeah. are you have contaminators hocus pokers uh holy rollers which are like clerics weisenheimers that are sages uh pieces of corn which are pirates and <laughs> it's too much there's a ton to, to of archetypes to yeah, go i'm through. looking at you as you're flipping through it i forgot how much each page has artwork yes there's no not there's no page that does not contain artwork some kind of art and not yeah. just a little bit of this or that i mean it, it's, it's central to it's what he's talking about yeah of the world like yeah, all of the archetypes have a piece of art that go with them so you can kind of see what it what they look like uh, is character creation based on Savage World? Yes. And it goes right through the same way as Savage World. Okay, in so fact, at the, at the back of the book, he has a great flow chart of how to create uh, a character using the Savage Worlds and specifically for this. Oh, okay. And it's, of course, it's beautifully illustrated and, and it's, it's a bunch of the denizens of this world holding signs and it goes from A to B. So it's creating character. It took me 10 minutes to create a character. Oh. First time reading through. I've, I mean, I've created characters for Savage World before, so I knew how mm-hmm. kind of already, but to give it the, even the little quirks, it took me 10 minutes. All so right. it's very easy. So it's easy. Right. I'm, unless you, you want to get a lot more in depth, it, it's pretty easy. Do they, uh, do you need to make it easy because it's like high de- I mean like what kind of 
Is it brutal? Like uh, we've been doing cubicle seven, so everything's like yeah, it's brutal. But is um, this as brutal, or is it? Is there room for error? You know what? Is it I, more storytelling? I, I guess? think it's more. It depends on how you want to play it. I mean, Savage Worlds, the system itself, can be as brutal as you want it to be. If you want it more story centric, every encounter doesn't have to be lethal. You know, but and dying in this is possible. You know, it's it's not like it's meant that your character is going to live forever. You, you get into fights. You get into to, to situations yeah, where yeah, I know bad what things I mean, will happen. Yeah, so. like, is it like one hit and you're gone? No, no okay, not yeah. like that. Not like that. Not like the other games we've been doing. No. <laughs> um, the next chapter is uh, the Holy Crap, which is the religions of the world. And again, this this is where it's very cerebral because it 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 brings up a lot of actual good theological points mm -hmm. that are just uh, twisted to be in this world. Because mm -hmm. you have religions like the uh, hu humanitarianism, mm -hmm. which is they worship the old hu human race. You have the uh, <laughs> uh, Jesel freaks. Which don't, is like yeah, a combination of Christians and Elvis. Just, you know, just oh, like, it is hilarious. Just, just um, leave that one alone. Jemima's Witnesses. No, 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 no. <laughs> Turn the page. And one of my favorites, Stanism. Stanism. See, I guess uh, through all the records, uh, most of these apocalypses, there's a lot of mention of this guy, Stan. Oh. And him being <laughs> the, this <laughs> ultimate evil. So you have people who worship Stan and their Stanism. The yes. <laughs> uh, and then he even gives other like sub- cults like atheists and stuff like that i mean it's oh, boy, it's yeah. actually it's well like i said it's it's well written and it's it's meant to be tongue-in-cheek i mean obviously if if you find it to be offensive then probably put down the book you know, yeah so, I was gonna say, like I, he doesn't jibe at any one religion no, he doesn't, it's, it's, it's not meant to be i am he doesn't at least when i was reading there's like no hidden agenda of like i don't like this really it's more along the lines of this is Thousands of years in the future, I'm just going to poke fun at yeah, everything. Yeah, everybody gets poked fun right. at Then uh, you get into the magic section, which is uh, called Zazz. And there's tons of different ways to sling Zazz. You have uh, uh, <laughs> the Contaminator, which kind of creates... Uh, takes refuge and gives it sentience to, to be useful to them. The danged wranglers, which are kind of like necromancers, they they wrangle the danged. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have the mentalists. Uh, a really unique one for the setting is called the giggity gitter. Uh, a giggity is this weird creature that can absorb other people's person or not, traits, whatever it may be, like mm -hmm. awesome mustaches or amazing strength. And the giggity gitter actually captures these and then he can or he or she can take the traits that they have and absorb it themselves to help themselves out it's a very it's an interesting idea it's like and i like that from, a lot uh, what was that show where that guy was able to suck everybody's powers away uh heroes maybe i never watched it i just remember that part of it for some reason <laughs> <laughs> i just kind of skimmed through stuff i'm i'm a I'm, I'm big fan of uh google i read the back flat. I read yeah. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah i read the yeah as far as movies and tv that's shows that's did it for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy won in the end i think right <laughs> anyway go ahead well, you have your holy rollers which are uh clerics basically who get their magic from their whatever deity they worship yeah um, but yeah, the, the Zaz portion of it is is really well written, um, and it, like I said, it, it everything in this book is very centric to the to the setting, and it fits really well. Like I think it almost looks like he kept the world over the rule. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. He he kept the the, the flair over. No matter what the bad parts about what the flair would right. be, it's still 
there. You know, it's not changing. Also in the book, you get an awesome uh, kind of more than just a basic overlay of the wild. <laughs> I think it, if I remember right, it's most of the book. Yeah, it's, 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 it's the world. It's a huge amount of Mother o Mother yeah. Oith. It's spelled O-I-T-H, so mm -hmm. it's Oith. But again, there's this fantastic two-page, this is what Earth looks like now. It has such locations as the uh, incredibly huge monster, which is a gigantic corpse that... Fell. Yeah, well, nobody knows. Really. <laughs> and I mean, they, they it's so huge that they use its ears to mine earwax. And, yeah. and I mean, it, it's very, of course, there's the keister of God in the center. And uh, it's it gives enough locations for any budding GM to really get a feel of what the world is like and to have a good springboard to jump into a possible setting or a game of your own. Mm -hmm. And it's it's presented in such a way that it, it reads pretty easy. Very colorful. Oh, it's I want to go over these flipping through this book. It's very colorful. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Just it, it's full of color. It gives you the feel for it. When you're reading it, you're there. Yeah. It's one of those books. You know, it's yeah. it's not like it's a picture book where you just picture in a couple words. It's no, kind of like a novel with, with rules thrown in. Yeah. I mean, like with names like the that one place with all the sand. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of thought went in. And underwear. <laughs> So then it actually gets into the actual rules of Savage, how to put Savage Worlds to these to this world. So the first whole half of the book is the world, everything unique about the world, and then this is how, how you make a character, this is how you play in it. Um, one of the coolest things uh, that I really liked, and I think a, a lot of other people would like this too, is you have... Uh, Obviously, unique spells to each each mm -hmm. spellcasting thing. But was that a uh, was that a uh, worm wielding a butcher knife? I saw it was a cleaver. Yes, yes it is. That's funny. I mean, it can't even. <laughs> well, they have arms and, and and kind of tentacle hands. But you get into like the the uh, gear, mm -hmm. and there's there's quite a bit of gear that he puts in here because it's obviously you know a, it's a weird world. Mm -hmm. But when it gets to weapons. There's a mechanic in here to make your own weapons and how to go about doing it. It's Wacky Wongo's Wondrous Weapon Workshop. Mm -hmm. And it gives how to make them, what it gives to you for the price of it and everything. I love this thing. I When I was, this was like, this is probably four minutes of, of that 10 minute character creation was me going through here and making a unique weapon to your, I mean, and the sky's the limit with this. If you can think it there, you can apply one of these perks and rules to it. Oh, so, I mean, yeah. you could go so you can make it anything, right? You can make a spatula that like this guy could take this coffee cup, make it into a D4 weapon of some yeah. sort. And what, whatever as long you, as you like. can justify it. Oh, okay. 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 It's, it's really, I like that a lot. I wish, I wish there was more games that did that actually, but this, this is pretty cool. I, that's yeah. one of the po big positives. So you can actually like build your own weapon. Yes. You're crafting you can, a weapon. You can make your nothing. own type of weapon and there's the rules for it. Yeah. Irrational or something. Uh, there's also a bestiary in here, which gives you a ton, a ton of zany monsters to go mm -hmm. up against. Uh, you have, there's nothing uh, normal. No. In no. any of this world. It's, yeah. it's, <laughs> you have the butt hemoth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a, the dork, which is a dark smell, uh, a milf, which is a doppelganger that basically lures people to their dooms. Uh, 
and uh, like a cream quaffer, which is a vampire twink. I mean, it's <laughs> goes around sucking out the other uh, cream, cream fillings. fillings. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's <laughs> like I said, most time reading this book, I, I, it just put put a smile on my on my face because it's like you know. So you could probably apply a real another adventure and just fill in like a ridiculous oh, yeah. monster for whatever monster. Yeah, you I mean, it's a savage world monster, so you could you could do whatever you wish with it. Um, Does. Is there any adventures in there? Yes. Okay. The, the last part of the book has a ton of springboards oh, for really? you to just, here's an idea, here's an idea, here's an idea. I love springboards for, for, especially for new GMs or even veterans. It's nice to just have like, here's a spark of an idea, you flit, you flesh it out. And then there's actually like a mini campaign where it's like six or seven adventures put together and it, it kind of like a intro mm -hmm. almost. Um, I wonder if he has any adventures. I think he does. Oh, I'm no, like pretty published sure. adventures. Yeah, I think he does. You know, I'd have to check it. I don't want to say yes and and not. I know I'd he's got to check it out. Of, like he's got like a super great. Uh, you ever see those uh, the cardboard cutouts where you stand up mm -hmm. and you make it? I know he has a uh, say buttload of those. He has a buttload of those. Yeah, but they they're all cool, high quality stuff. I mean, like I said, he writes and draws and does all this stuff all on his own, which is you can. You, like I think I think because it was just one person who was able to write the book and illustrate the book and maybe even edit or put it on. I mean, honestly, his vision is put into this book. Mm -hmm. And and like in a lot of role playing games, it's a collaborative thing where you have multiple writers doing, you know, because they, they have a timeline. Hey, you do this section, you do this section, game designers that are doing this, play testers that are doing that. This was done over probably a long period of time outside it's of publishing. A very, a very <laughs> long time because as long as I've known him or of him. He's been working on this, yeah. so, and it shows. I mean, this 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 is a this is at least probably 15, 20 years. I know, so it had to be. You know, it's <laughs> epic. But well, I'll just put it this way: there's, I forget, I think I counted it out. There, I think it was like fourteen pages of giggity traits. <laughs> So like you randomly roll what the giggity has, and then your giggity getter can randomly get that stuff. I mean, it it it's very in depth. Like I said, it's it's a goofy game. It really is. But the rule system isn't goofy. The themes don't even have to be goofy. I mean, you could this could be a very serious game. It's whatever direction you want to take it in. However, I could see this as just a really if you have a lot of friends who are just they just want to play something fun. This would be it. Like. You, it's it's meant to be taken lightly mm -hmm. unless you want to take it seriously yeah it's uh i know he has a core rule book he has another one right like yeah it's called the whole more, hole which got, is more of the oith yeah. um and there's, there's i think there's a second one uh, volume two josh he, he doesn't know uh he's got uh the whole hole volume one keister island uh the boss blocker, which is a GM scream, uh, volume two of the whole hole, which is holy crap. Uh, yeah, that one. Lowbrow high adventure, which is a uh, fiction. Uh, let's see. There's a low life misadventure deck, which is I believe you can draw for like yeah, just, random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's even charts in here for making a random adventure. So I mean, it, it's got you a could, ton. I'm of pretty sure you could take any. Other than, other than having to get by this book and a Savage Worlds rule set, you have, with these combined, I mean, we're talking $10 main rules, and this is, I believe, 40 bucks. Yeah, $40 retail. For 50 bucks, which is pretty much the cost of any book, yeah. 
you have an entire a, setting a chock full of tons and tons and tons of things and a great system that you can put it anywhere else too. Uh, overall, my, my overall take on low life. Uh, if you like goofy <laughs> role-playing, definitely get this in your collection. Go, go buy it now. Um, if you're looking for something that's just on the... Uh, we just want to do something different. Different. It's, it's, work, worth, yeah. it's worth the money. How's the learning curve for... Uh, for Savage know, Worlds? Yeah. Um, no, no, no. I meant for... For low life? Throwing this in? No. It, it's nothing. Nothing. Nah. It'd be nothing. If, if you, if I think you understand the GM Savage Worlds... Yeah, I think the GM, though, would have to uh, put some time into the... Uh, the setting. Yeah, the setting yeah. in order to uh, understand it and to explain it good. Like, you couldn't just pick it up and go, okay, you're at a, you know, whatever. You'd have to understand the background of it. But I think that would be the only work. Because uh, once players walk into it, it's especially experienced players, they'd be like, what's going on? And they can play it, you know? Like, in my mind, I... Personally, it's probably, and this is just the opinion of Nate, like, I don't, I don't think I could run a campaign of this, to be honest, because it's just, it's not my type, it's not my wheelhouse of like that goofy type of, mm-hmm. like for me, goofy role playing, yeah, it's it's fun, but that's like a one-off. I like story, more story and stuff. Not that you can't do that with this, but the setting itself and the, and the character, I mean, it's, it's fairly ridiculous you mean you're playing cockroaches or walking piles of poo and stuff like that you could take it in a very different direction i mean the the ideas that are presented in there even though they're silly i mean you could really take them into a dark or (laughs) extremely dark place extremely dark but it's for me personally um this this wouldn't be like a oh yeah i'm I'm gonna run a campaign for this this would be more like a hey one or two adventures let's just make some fun characters yeah and and kind of get into the world of of lola because honestly it's it's, it's a, a very it's, good world it's a break right yeah oh yeah this Andy was here tell you, you could run years of campaigns for that you probably could oh, well that's sure. Andy. yeah <laughs> his brain works differently i mean honestly like if, if this is in your wheelhouse uh-huh. if like if this is if, if what we just described to you like really floats your boat you could have many years mm-hmm. i mean the the oith in this is is huge and then um he's also local so yes. he, I, i'm sure Don if you email him or facebook him or something with some questions or ideas or speaking of which he'd run with it go ahead <laughs> the, the uh, just the uh the, the con that the that, lead in right the con that andy uh runs is called a uh, con on the cob it's october 3rd through 6th it's an check it out on facebook or uh i believe it's just con on the mm-hmm. um anybody in the cleveland or or pretty much Ohio area. It's it's a good con. It's not like, uh, uh, is there a bad con? Well, I mean, there's there's yeah, I know. Like I, just, I mean, it's not orange. You go there and somebody's somebody's I'm, garage. I'm trying to try to. It's not like you have Gen Con, which is like the con, and then you yeah, have like origins right. for us locals that are like a pretty big con. I I put this as like a smaller con, but it's it's definitely. Uh, a fun, fun time to go to. Yeah, you can and, spend a day there and not, uh, right. not be disappointed. And the the odd mall down in down in Akron is, I mean that that's a, a hoot to go to as well. So yeah, that's if you're looking for something different or right. hang around. But or, if you're looking as far as role playing games go, I'd recommend it. It's it's fun to uh, to me. It looks fun to play. It looks. I like read it. Really I like the fact that it's like a history. So it's almost yeah. like reading a. A little novel, right? It's 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 presented in a way. It's not novel. all just rules. Here's stats. Here's the rules. Here's stats. Here's the no, rules. you, you read is... it like especially the other books, the volume one or two. Oh, sorry, I don't know what's with me today. I didn't mean to yawn. I wasn't. It's not boring me. I just man, I'm, sure, like, I'm losing sure. my mind here. Yeah, it even the books read like 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 you said, like a history book, and it's just fun yeah. to. 
to get lost in that world for a while. And it does take a little bit to get the language because he's using a, it's it's like colloquial language of the person. You, so you get a lot of the word snaz and peeps and yeah. stuff. Like, I mean, but once once you pick it up, I mean, it's, we're, we're not talking about like, you know, you're reading Shakespearean stuff where it's like, yeah, oh, man, middle like, English. Is really, yeah, like this is this is just really it's funny writing a Latin degree or a right. degree in uh, Latin or and, whatever. And the 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 setting itself is just it's really you feel like you're in depth with it it's 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 awesome it's you can make so many cool things out of what's presented there you can truly make a character that's going to be fun to play and hilarious or fun to play and scary <laughs> you know like it's it's really good so you recommend it oh i would recommend it yeah okay, i mean cool. if it's in your wheelhouse if you're easily if, offended, you're already, if you already own savage worlds yeah cheaper to get into <laughs> i mean if 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 you're easily offended i don't know why you're a role player but if you're easily offended it's probably not for you. probably not if, if you're if you're don't find uh you know the keystone of god as the center of the earth as something that it makes you giggle you do yeah, have yeah, to yeah you, do you know have, have it, a sense of humor but I, I, other I than don't that really know anybody who would be totally offended by that no, so no that i'm and it's like i said even, <laughs> even the holy roller part of it or the the uh, holy crap the, the religious uh, yeah it it pokes fun of, but it just it doesn't poke fun of faith it just pokes fun of like the eons in the future what people would be reading about the, the mechanics of right it. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, like yeah. what their interpretation of what people were, were doing like the jemima's witnesses like they're cream fillions and and in their lore they thought that humans uh would bake them put them in these little cellophane coffins put them in boxes and then <laughs> consume them so they they the jemima witnesses hate the humanitarians because they see the, yeah, the humans is dying off for a reason and i mean it's like i said it can get really deep but it's, yeah. it's 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 a great it's a great read i'll put it that way like it's 200 and some 280 some pages i got through it in probably three and a half hours of actual reading uh, so and it's it's presented in a way that it doesn't make it like oh this is just stats this is or drolling on about people you don't care about <laughs> that's cool so all right well hopefully we hear something back if you like it uh, let us know and yeah. uh thanks again if anybody's played it leave something in the comments we'd love to see yeah um again if anybody wants us to review something throw that down there yeah too. let us know what to review we're kind of floundering around sometimes uh, we're gonna see uh, oh you got it uh, i got one uh, coming up yeah. all right well nate's got you know actually i kind of let it go and nate just picks them from now on <laughs> he's, he's doing all the work for me because i just don't know i didn't even i forgot what we were doing today <laughs> but uh yeah if you uh like that listen to our other podcast uh, go to immortalsinc.com <laughs> Yeah, we're fancy. I keep forgetting. Yeah. MortalsInc.com, and you can uh, link to all our podcasts. Uh, you can see all our events. We can see uh, everything we got going on. Uh, come on into the store. Uh, give us a call at the phone on the phone. Give us a call on the telephone, 216-712-7169. You got any questions? Uh, message Josh on Facebook. He's mostly the one who answers the uh, the, the Facebook posts. and uh, Technology. Yeah, we'll go from there. All right, until next week, guys. Thanks for coming. Or next two weeks. Yes. We do it bi-monthly, right? Bi-monthly, yes. All right, Jesus. Bi 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 weekly. Yeah. Bi-monthly, yeah. It's every two months. Every, yeah. So bi weekly. Bi weekly. Yeah. Two weeks. Every two weeks. Yeah. Every two weeks. <laughs> every two weeks. Two weeks. You we'll get to see our mugs by, every two weeks. By then I should be awake. I should be fresh <laughs> and ready to go. Lies. <laughs> lies. It's all lies. <laughs> all right, guys. See you next time. Have a good one. Yeah.